0: Hello. Hello. Welcome. Two. <laughs>
1: you do it every time. Cause then you, you love it. Right Cause it. you love it. <laughs> I can't help but participate if I'm goaded into it. I know, but if I just like look you right in the face, you're like two, and then we do. It. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: love it. <laughs> so how are
1: you, dude? I'm good, but I didn't realize that we had scheduled this and it's fucking election day.
0: (laughs) Well, we did. Yeah, this all happened. It's all good. I mean, that's...
1: My whole thing has been, like, it's not... I don't know. You, You and I have talked about this, like, for the longest time, for at least the last two years, I've been, like... There's going to be a civil war, like blah, 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 all this anxiety. And like, honestly, since early voting started. Have you
0: felt calm? Yes. You felt like this just wave of. The anxiety
1: kind of like dissipated a little bit. Hey. And I think part of it is like, I went to vote early. Yeah. And so, um, I was like, cool. I did what I could do. I controlled what I could. Yep. And then now I'm just going to fucking wait and see what happens. Now I'm just going to ride the roller coaster, ride the wave. Right.
0: See how it all turns out. I'm not even turning on the TV when I get home. The radio, nothing. I will wake up tomorrow just in pure ignorance of what the hell's going on around me. All right. That's how I'm doing it. Fucking
1: do it. Ostrich. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good. Because that's what we encourage. Denial. I voted. (laughs) (laughs) I've done my due. Oh, my God. All right. So we have a guest tonight, um, Bobby Gutierrez. Hi. (laughs) Welcome, Bobby. Hi,
0: hi, hi.
2: (laughs) <laughs>
1: um, so he is here. Are you, did you think about that? That it was election night when we had scheduled this?
2: I didn't until this morning. Okay. That's <laughs> okay. Right. We're we're not in denial, but I think we're just using this as a very good distraction.
1: Absolutely. And I think, again, it's like controlling what we can, recognizing that like our lives are going to continue either way. Yeah. Yep. And it'll either be the same or it'll be different. But I think when we think about like anxiety and global all the stuff it's so much easier to just kind of go okay what do i have to do today yeah.
2: right yeah i think that's the thing you know we just have to focus on one second at a time one minute at a time one hour at a time if we're worrying about tomorrow we may never get there so
1: absolutely and we're distracting or robbing ourselves from enjoying this moment exactly if we're focused on what happens after now
2: yeah exactly Absolutely. No need to rush life. It'll happen.
1: Exactly. It's coming kind of It's going to
0: happen. Exactly. I was <laughs> like, it's going to happen either way. <laughs>
1: exactly. Um, so, part of why I wanted to have Bobby here um, is because we've been talking for, God, like years.
2: Years already, probably. Absolutely.
1: um And so, I started following you on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You follow me back. Mm-hmm. um You take incredible pictures Thank you. um and you had said like you were raised in santa fe yeah
2: yeah i'm originally from santa fe so i was born and raised i've lived now in albuquerque the albuquerque area for about 15 years so okay this is my second home now
1: absolutely <laughs> right well and i think like new mexico is is pretty ubiquitous right like there's there's a cultural feel um in a lot of the places and certain certainly like Norteños and Albuquerque, yeah. like there's there's
2: a mix there. There's a mix there, definitely. You <laughs> you can just tell certain words how we say them. Absolutely. From each other, but it's pretty much the same.
1: <laughs> well, and it's strange because Sudanese are different. Yeah. I mean, not bad or good or whatever. They're just different. Just different yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> it's a since we're in political times, I guess it's a lot more. What's the word? At uh, rural. Yeah, rural, <laughs> rural. I guess is the word.
1: Well, and I think there's there's definitely belief systems um, in in a larger community yeah. with less kind of exposure and diversity and things, and so their cultural values are just a little bit different.
2: Yeah, a little more conservative. That's the word I would speak.
1: Absolutely,
2: <laughs> I'm glad you got there. There you
1: go. <laughs> Actually. Kat, you're in Ostenia, too. I am.
0: Yep. I'm from Los Alamos. Yes. So I got to hang out in Santa Fe all the time, because there's nothing to do in Los
2: Alamos. <laughs> from, what, from what I've heard. Right? right. <laughs>
0: well, now they have the Supersmiths, so we're all saved. Eee, that's all
2: cool. Eee, that's all bad.
0: <laughs> it comes out. Right? I have a friend from Santa Fe, and when I'm with her, it comes out.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I think it comes out when we're with people who sound similar to us. Absolutely. Exactly. That vernacular starts to come out a little bit more and more.
1: Our vowels get longer. Yeah, yes.
2: Sure <laughs> Definitely
1: thought, comes out when I drink.
2: Yeah. That, a couple of drinks and I start talking Santa.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like full much. My, my daughter's always like, mom, really? Do you have to? I'm like, yeah, I don't even know what you're talking about. It's fine. I love
0: it. I love it.
1: Um, so one of the things um, that I was just curious about um is kind of how you started taking pictures
2: Well, it started I, I like to say it started when I was it's it, I've done it since I was a kid. There's old polaroids that I used to take of my parents and small things when I was a kid, but I didn't really start using photography as a tool probably till about 8 years ago. Okay. I started to use it as kind of a way to deal with my anxiety and my, and my depression. Okay. So I started taking photos of, you know, what was around me, my mm-hmm. garden, the insects in my garden, different aspects of just things. So it kind of grew from my backyard to what it is now, which is sometimes I don't, it's such a interesting market and thing for art and for photography for me, because there's times when I'm out photographing events and stuff and I'm like, I'm really here. Yeah. It started from me just taking photos in my backyard of insects to this. Right. So... It's kind of been a progression over the last, I would say, about eight years from there, from starting in my backyard to working professionally. So what That's amazing.
0: Was, what was your first like gig job as a professional photographer? So from insects to?
2: To the Santa Fe outbreak.
0: Oh my goodness. Tell us more about that. How was that?
2: It, you know, I was doing, a, they have events in Santa Fe called Instameets. So what they do is they get a group of people from Instagram together. They allow them access into certain things. So the opera happened to be one of those things. And I had never been to the opera. Mm-hmm. I'm from Santa Fe, but it never dawned on me like, hey, maybe I should go to the opera. Um,
1: I think that's true for a lot of, and, and certainly different like cultures yeah. or whatever. Like, it just, that's not, that's not something for us. You know yeah, what I mean? That's
2: not, yeah. And that's exactly kind of how I felt. So I was like, well, why the hell not? That's sure. Let's go. Um, and back then I was using, and it's funny people laugh, but I was using like a $60 camera I bought on eBay to take the first photos I ever took of the opera. Wow. That one contest and what actually got me the job was a $60 camera. That's crazy. <laughs>
0: that's phenomenal. People think they need to invest so much yeah. and, you know, wow, that's yeah, really great. Yeah, so,
2: and, and from there, it's kind of grown, like I've grown to be friends with some of the performers. You know, when they come back to New Mexico, they call me, we do portrait sessions. You know, sometimes they just call me to say, hey, what's up? You know, which is weird. You look at your phone and some world famous opera singers calling you and you're like, <laughs> <laughs> I look down at awesome. my phone, like, oh, that's cool.
0: That's very <laughs> surreal. Like, yeah, is surreal. this really my phone? You is this, know, this really and cool? And it's
2: interesting because then I saw one performer in particular, I don't want to name names, but she was on PBS hosting a special for the for, for the opera, you know, The Met. And I'm yeah. like, wow. I've actually sat had a conversation and photographed this person before. That's awesome. Which is so weird. Like, it's just it's surreal. Yeah. So people who photograph celebrities are beyond me because to me, it's such a surreal thing.
1: Yeah. Do you still get kind of starstruck or
2: awestruck? I, I do. I, I still, it's, it's such an interesting thing. And it's, photography is very personal and I tend yeah. to be very personal when I shoot. Like I have to be very close to you. Sure. And I talk and I try to have a conversation while we're doing it to make you feel at ease because I'm not like a staged photographer. Like I can't, Oh, put your arm here and then turn, <laughs> you know. No,
1: you definitely capture real life.
2: That's, that's not my, my thing. It, and it's never been I'm not a good director like I say so I try to make you feel at ease and capture those small in-between moments in our conversation that mean more yeah. than the uh, kind of other stuff so
1: and that's very evident as as a as a spectator or someone who appreciates your work um it's very evident that you capture a moment mm-hmm. or life yeah and um you know you talked about the fact that part of you even starting it was the mindful practice of taking pictures in your garden to manage your depression and anxiety. Um, we've talked a little bit about little mental bad. health stuff. Yeah. Um, so tell me a little bit more about kind of, and whatever you want to
2: share. Well, I, I think for me, and, and it's weird cause sometimes I go back and forth because sometimes when you work as a photographer, it becomes a stress, Yeah, you know? So it went from something that was extremely relaxing, To something that I get stressed out about sometimes okay so I have to find a good balance and that's why I don't take a lot of work on professionally okay I do it kind of at my leisure and when I want to or when I feel you know when I feel up to it now yeah I don't stress myself um with it because it can get overwhelming you have deadlines and so for me it it, it's kind of getting back to that level of where I'm using it more as a therapeutic thing okay and uh for me, and you can tell just that the, the the change in the work goes up and down. If you if you've seen my Instagram, you see how I post. Sometimes I write out my thoughts. Mm-hmm. Other times I use I use lyrics or I use poems. I use it just it varies. So whatever you see on my Instagram is what I was feeling in that day. Yeah, everything is 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 encapsulated in that little time capsule of Instagram for me. I have over four thousand posts. Sure, so that's over four thousand of what I was thinking in that moment.
1: Those momentary thoughts are, yeah. and, and I can see for me as, again, a spectator, um, I can tell when you're in a darker place because the lighting is different mm-hmm. or the the subject matter is different. Mm-hmm. And then when you're in kind of a curious place or kind of a, you know, excited place, I love that. Mm-hmm. And and again, like from someone who, and I, and I appreciate art as evidenced mm-hmm. by, Um, but I also appreciate being able to see that right because I think there's a humanness Mm -hmm. in um, in being able to capture that moment yeah
2: and and that's the thing I just try to capture what I'm feeling I just I tend to walk around like this past week I just walked around that's all I did I walked around for about three hours and just photographed what was around me that's because you know Obviously we're in semi-lockdown in COVID and we're not, sure. there's not as many people out and about. There's so not events. There's not events for me to go and, you know, kill my mind that way. So I just walked around, photographed people doing what they do. Yeah. But then the other day I was feeling really blue <laughs> <laughs> or depressed, sad however you take that um, melancholy melancholy <laughs> <laughs> I, I found an abandoned house mm-hmm. so you can see what i was thinking when i saw the light i saw the lines i saw the window i saw the stairs and i'm thinking when you were gone when you left so that's how i captioned. that's all i captioned yeah when you left yeah that's it you know that's what immediately came to my mind so that is very much my process um i post fast and quick. So whatever you And sometimes see, you do like
1: a dump, right? Like you'll yeah. just like put a bunch of stuff.
2: Yeah, there's times when I just either my mind is racing or I see something. Right now if you looked at my phone, there's twenty five thousand photos literally wow. on my phone. Do you
1: have S D cards that are like I do.
2: Okay. <laughs> and let me tell you my filing system. Okay. They're in a little pouch. A pouch. No markings, no dates, nothing.
0: Okay. Do you ever just pop them, like, into your phone or into your computer and just kind of revisit? That's
2: exactly right. And then when you're
0: revisiting, do you think about the feelings and the emotions that you were going through? What a great way to, like, track in your emotions and your feelings in your life. Like, that's yeah, really beautiful. It's, it's
2: a lot of ups and downs. Like, again, again, you being a spectator, and, it's, and it kind of that's my hope, is that people see the difference in my moods. Mm-hmm. By either visiting my Instagram or, or seeing it, you know, or seeing how I post or what I'm writing or what I'm thinking. And again, like you said, sometimes I'll just pull a card and put it into my phone and see what's on it. Yeah. It could have been something I shot two weeks ago. It could have been something I shot three years ago. Yeah. But I'm able to revisit that mindset that I was in at that time. Sure. Which is, and people ask me, I get a lot of questions about, do you remember every photo you've ever taken? hmm I do. Wow. Which wow. is scary because I click through it in my head. Absolutely. Because I'm going, I'm going, I'm going and it's, it's just.
1: But do you have an eidetic memory like that for, for people, for experiences?
2: I think for people and experiences. I'm awful with names. Fair, same. But faces, (laughs) faces I will always remember a face that I photographed. Yeah. So sometimes like if I photographed an event at eight NHCC in 2017, I'll see that same face and 2019 yeah you know the face always reminds me of of events or something that I've seen around town
1: kind of take you back to that moment yeah
2: so I I, I live in a lot of those moments which Mm. sometimes is good and sometimes bad
1: (laughs) absolutely (laughs) and I tell clients a lot of times like life is long and life is short when we want it to last forever in that one perfect moment Mm -hmm. it's temporary yeah that being said, when it's shitty and, and terrible, that's also temporary. And if you can grasp that and recognize it's long and it's short at the same time and and every moment changes, then you don't attach so much to the anxiety of what's gonna happen in the future or whatever shitty thing happened in the past.
2: Yeah. For me, one of the, and again, I've been practicing a little bit of meditation and mindfulness in the last few weeks. I've just, it, you Good know, for with, you know, with, awesome. with all the craziness that's going on, i has been like, I got to do something because I'm losing my mind. Absolutely. Um, one of the lessons that they taught is about the sky, mm-hmm. that the sky is always blue. Even if it's covered in clouds and you look up and you don't see the blue. It's still loop. Yeah. Again, like you said, it's temporary. Mm-hmm. All of these things are temporary. Your feelings are temporary. Your happiness is temporary. Sure. We live in these feelings, but we don't... We, we live in them, but we don't live in them at the same time.
1: Absolutely. Like, in that moment, yeah. you live in in that moment, mm-hmm. and it lasts as long as it lasts. Yeah. And it can shift or change. And that's actually a relieving thing. Mm-hmm. I can imagine for people who have a lot of, like, depression, anxiety, um, knowing... And recognizing this will change. Yeah,
2: I think what happens, is people get in the habit of, of living in it. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of live by the adage of bend but don't break. Okay. Um, you can feel sad and live in the sadness for a while, but eventually you gotta crawl out of it. You can bend yourself backwards, but don't break. Yeah. The minute you break, it's you know you live in that depression you live in that sadness and you shouldn't you know like you said everything we go through on a daily basis is temporary that frustration you feel at work is temporary the weather is temporary 100% you know so it was snowing last week this on Tuesday right (laughs) Right and it gets gorgeous today (laughs) yeah it's beautiful it's 70 degrees and sunny today right it's everything we experience in life is temporary
1: which I love that you can capture that moment and you know, put all of those things together for yourself emotionally, but also then for us, people who are looking at it and seeing something and connecting with it. Um, the way that you capture a face is incredible. Like, honestly, some of the moments that I have seen you post are like, holy shit. You know, you get the most, um, I don't even know the word. I'm no, a lot of words in that one is just escaping, but you, you catch you capture a moment and a feeling and and then that evokes something and and so certainly for an empath or someone who's empathetic, we can connect with that and go God I remember what that feels like yeah. especially with children yeah. I don't really like children but <laughs> <laughs> I like them in pictures yeah um tell me a little bit about that because I heard you say is like you're you try to keep it as natural and, and unscripted
2: yeah well again when I go out especially if I kind of have an idea like when I go out and I street when I do street photography my mindset is a little bit different okay so those little moments that I'm looking for I already have the camera set for exactly what I'm looking for okay so I'm I a lot of times you won't even see the camera near my face okay because I already have everything set my eyes are watching the people yeah my hand knows what my camera is going to do and I have the field of vision, which is, you know what I mean? I go through this entire process before I even get out of the car to start what I'm doing. Wow. So I'm just kind of looking around, letting life happen around me. Yeah. And I stop it for that one thousandth of a second. Right. Every Captured. time. Yeah. And I stop time.
1: And it's, I, it's evident. It is, um, yeah, that I, yeah, it's evident that you capture that moment, whatever's happening. Um, do you feel like... Historically, especially the pictures that you've taken with masks, mm-hmm. how do you feel about that versus, let's say, a year ago?
2: It's, it's difficult. I mean, again, because I'm losing that expression. So to me, a lot of the photos now that I capture people with masks, it's very expressionless. Mm. So I think, in a way, that's what this time has turned us to. Okay. Expressionless, almost. Yeah. Which, you know, I understand we're doing it for safety and I'm not, I'm not an anti-masker. I think everybody (laughs) should do it, you know, especially whatever. But, you know, I think we have to look back at this time as something that should teach us something. Absolutely. (laughs) If, if, if we don't learn, if we don't learn anything from any of this experience, then we're done. (laughs) <laughs> well, then it was all in vain. Yeah, very much so, <laughs> then it was all
0: in vain. Very much so. And I think it's interesting that you said that they're expressionless, and and it is. It's because the, the mouth and
1: the face. I mean, 75% covered. of our expressions are covered. Yeah. Right.
2: So, again, I look for. And there's people who take that mask on and they have a great personality, and you can tell because of the mask that they wear. Right. Sure. It has something silly on it, or so that right away starts drawing my attention. So, right. you'll see me kind of very. I try to capture people who have, like, masks with, you know, a silly face on it or, you know. Some kind of flair. Yeah, some flair. You need flair with your masks. (laughs) Um, So if you're out there, wear a mask with flair and I'll take a picture. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I think, you know, for me, I've I've concentrated more on the eyes now. Mm -hmm. Which, again, obviously, because, like you said, 75% of our face is covered, I have to look for something to Sure, to connect. I have to connect with that person on the street with that person that I'm walking by so that's again it's been just a learning process for me too all over again because again I'm trying to keep my distance from people too Mm -hmm. but I'm also feeding what I need for myself artistically right so it's it's a hard balance to be (laughs) for me it's it's been a little harder so I've kind of and again you can see the kind of dark turn that things for me have taken Some Mm -hmm. nights and some days when I'm out shooting, it just turns very dark because I don't get that same, not high, but that... But it doesn't
1: feed you. It's
2: not feeding me the way it used to, unfortunately. But again, during this time, I've been able to photograph other artists doing, you know, other things. So again, I'm still trying to feed that. I've been very like, um, I like to highlight others with the photography. Yeah. So it's not just me putting all my junk out. I like to... Which, like, hardly.
1: Like, there's... I think when we first started talking, you didn't put anything of yourself out. Uh -uh. And you finally have kind of started doing it a little bit. Um, Even, like, your workouts. So I want to talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) One, because you look fantastic. But, like, (laughs) tell me about that evolution of of being more vulnerable or exposed.
2: It's been hard for me, um, honestly. Because, again... For years, I didn't even use my name on my Instagram. My name, there was no name. It was just my screen name, and that was it. Photos, and that was it. Um, with, again, being considered professional and winning contests and, and doing these things, I had to actually start putting my name to the work. Yeah. And for a while, I would even enter contests with a pen name. I wouldn't even use my real name to enter contests.
1: Why did you like that animality? anonymity? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, are you generally an introvert anyway?
2: I am very much so. I mean, okay. I, you can draw it out of me. Like, as we're sitting here, you can feel me opening up. obviously. Sure, right. So, but for the most part, I'm very quiet and I'm just always observing. So, I'm very introverted until you get to know me and then I don't shut up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, or if you put a microphone in front you, of you. you put a mic and I don't <laughs> shut
2: the hell up at all. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, it's. For me to like put more of myself out, it's been a little harder. Not that I feel judged or, I mean, I really don't care, you know, if people like what I do, I'm appreciative and I take criticism from folks too, it's not always good that I get. Right. So, which is fine. I mean, you have to take the good with the bad always. Um, but as far as the, the working out and kind of putting myself more out there, um, I was kind of a hefty guy <laughs> okay I was almost a 300 pounder um, okay. and I finally made the decision that I didn't want to be heavy anymore. it's okay. hard to be heavy mm-hmm. um, your confidence goes your your health goes mm-hmm. you know you start having hypertension and people tell you oh well you know hey work out do this do that but in, in the end it's really up to you and what you decide to do so what I started doing um, is I started running a lot. I run a Were lot Were you
1: a runner before? I was not. Okay. At all. <laughs> that's quite I didn't get into running, like Yeah, that's...
2: It, it's it's one of those things where I and again because I'm a very obsessive person, once I get into something I become extremely obsessed with it. And I have to learn everything about it. Okay. And I have to pick it apart and then break it up and put it back together. Okay. So that's kind of how running has been for me. So, so far this year, since January 1st, I've probably hit about a thousand miles. That's awesome. Wow. Of running. I've run four half marathons. I don't even know how many 10Ks, how many 5Ks. Just by yourself? Just by myself. No races, no people wow. cheering, just me and my feet. Well, you
0: set a goal for yourself, and you're achieving that by yourself for yourself. I think that that's awesome how you put that mindset. And in psychology, they say that's how you attain a goal is you have to become slightly obsessive about it. So you did all the right, right things. You made, you set a goal, made a decision, and
2: and and again, it just came down to me not wanting to shorten my life. Right. Um, And again, we'll get, we probably get into the depression a little bit more, but I didn't want to you know shorten my life by unhealthy habits sure drinking and overeating and i'm not saying that those things are bad people do what they need to do to survive right which is understandable i mean we all have our vices and we all have things that we probably shouldn't do right but we do them because it helps us or it makes us feel better sure so again as long as i've always felt as long as you're not hurting anybody with your vices it's okay in air quotes (laughs) right Um, but I think the second you start to hurt people around you, that's when they're not, you know, that's when you need to stay, take a step back and reevaluate yourself um, and what the path that you're leading. You know, when you start affecting your family, loved ones, friends, coworkers, anybody, that's when you need to like back up and say, hey, slow down. Or
1: reevaluate. I think, well, from the addiction perspective, you know, we talk about how is it affecting one, you. So are you thinking about it when you wake up? Have you thought about quitting? Um, has it affected your family, your work, your friends legally, you know, those kinds of things. And I think, um, even just to evaluate it from that perspective, I think, you know, Kat and I talk a lot about, um, keto and working out and and most of it is because we want, for me, it's because I want to keep moving when I'm older, I'm, I'm getting older and I want to keep moving around. And I want to keep enjoying my life, yeah. Yeah. right? And so if that means that I don't have, you know, a sandwich with really good bread, but I still have, like, the sandwich stuff, then I'm okay with that, right? If that means that I get up and I do yoga, um, you know, two days a week, and then I go for a walk and all the things, then, yes, that's what I'm motivated to do.
0: Right. No, that was my big motivation. I wanted to be out. So I was almost 250 pounds uh, three years ago now, four years ago? I was like, Yeah three or four years ago, and I just, I I said, I want my insides to match my outside, because I'm a beautiful person on the inside, and I want the world to see that, so there was vanity there, but there was also the, every time I try to go on a hike, my knees hurt, every time I try to do anything, my back hurts, oh, now I have type 2 diabetes, fucking awesome, like, now I'm on this medication, and it's tearing apart my intestines, and and it just got too much and then it led to the depression yeah. right the depression of like i can't fucking do anything and i'm stuck in this encasing and i'm just so and frustrated. it doesn't match how
1: you want to
0: feel and I, it was making me feel awful yeah. awful so yeah
1: good for you that's
0: exciting yeah, it, it, that's
2: really what it is you know when you want to do stuff but you can't because you're hurting or and that's how I was starting to get you know even even though my regular job my real life i work in construction it's a physically demanding job at times mm-hmm. i was still big i was still heavy and you know i would go home and I'd just lay there because my back hurt so bad but it was because i was so big that you can do anything yes. you put stress on your body yeah, yeah you put stress on your body that is unneeded so you know again like you said you, you set a goal for yourself and you work to, to get to it so my goal from this from January when I started to January 2nd of 2021, I'm going to run a full marathon. Woo-hoo. Okay. So that's what I'm going to be doing New Year's.
0: <laughs> I was going to ask you if you scheduled it. I Have started. you scheduled <laughs> your, your t- That's awesome. January 2nd. That's it's great. Be,
2: so if you see me running on tramway wave or something.
1: <laughs> For sure.
2: Bring me, a, bring me a glass of water.
1: <laughs> something. It's
2: going to be hot. Well, it's not going to be hot. It's going to, it's cold, going to be cold. But I'm probably be hot anyway. But.
1: So how are you with running in, in different weather?
2: I've had to adapt. Um, you and again, you think of running as a very simple thing. Theoretically, but theoretically, it's it's very simple. You're like, oh, we just put on your running shoes and you run. Yeah. No. That
0: shit's hard. <laughs> that know, shit's hard. I just, used to run. <laughs>
2: you, you you have to worry about shin splints shin splints your, your your ankles your knees your everything your hamstrings you have to be stretched out your and nipples like yeah yep. Yep. You, you can, can nipple get nipple chafing, chafing as a thing, as a thing. <laughs> you put
0: your you band-aids on
1: <laughs> put your tiger balm and band-aids on you'll be just fine <laughs> but like your whole body has to be in in a condition to do that when we're kids we just run, yeah. and it's totally fine. Yep. But as adults, and certainly like older adults yeah. who've totally abused our bodies, like that does not work yeah. at all.
2: Yeah. So you have to you have to become a student of again. You become extremely obsessed with whatever it is you're trying to attain. So now I know about merino merino wool socks, merino wool gloves. <laughs> I know about the right shoes that I need to wear for this run, for that run. So again, you become. It becomes something much bigger. Yeah. From, oh, well, I'm just going to start running to lose some weight. Sure. So now I'm running to run a marathon, so I have to have this, 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 and this in order so I don't die when I do it.
1: (laughs) Right. Fair. (laughs) Because it'll be January, and we don't know what that's going to look like.
2: (laughs) That's very true.
0: <laughs> Gotta set you up a hydration station yeah, somewhere every in so there. Often, yep, there you go, every, every five.
2: Every five, ten 10 miles, somebody just be like, hey. I'm How here. long
0: is a marathon? 26.5, 26.2?
2: 26.2 miles.
0: Like you're gonna do that on purpose? Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: I think that's That's awesome. like from here to like.
2: Yeah, that's pretty far.
1: I don't, yeah. again, it just doesn't make any For sense. For the
2: last three weekends, I've run half marathons on Sundays. 13 miles? 13.1 miles, yeah.
1: Okay
0: you gotta do it because you can't just go out cold like I trained for this I got it no it's a whole endurance and that's that's
2: just on Sunday okay (laughs) that goes along with the tempo run the speed run and the endurance runs okay and the weight routine (laughs) between between the Sundays
1: okay plus photography plus Plus, regular job plus family or people or
2: plus family people radio (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, when are you doing the radio, and how did you get into that? <laughs>
2: That's a whole other level of <laughs> obsession.
1: What was funny is I reached out to you um, about my mom yeah, like is ridiculous. I found some good oh, CDs. I found fun. the one that she was looking for. Um, right? My mom is obsessed with K&W. And honestly, and I'm going to probably get flack for this, the only kind of music I cannot stand is northern new mexico music. <laughs> oh! <laughs> like Darren Cordova or all of like uh, Sparks I I'm sure they're A lovely Sparks? humans. I cannot. Like I it makes you know, me want to jab my earballs out. <laughs> okay. Which is what you play, right?
2: Sometimes. Okay. Um I actually got started at KUNM. Now it's almost 4 years I think now. Um I started working on the production end of I was working on the Humans in New Mexico project at that time. Okay. So we had a radio show that we'd produce once a month. So basically, we'd do the story that we would do online. We would do a radio version. Okay. Um, so we would did we did that, and that's kind of how my my foray for foray 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 there you go <laughs> into k-u-n-m started. Um, so then they started asking us, "Well, can you cover a music show?" Yeah. And I was I was kind of the only one who said, well, "Okay." because from the time i was a kid i've always loved radio sure but i never thought of it as like hey i would like to do that for a career right because i don't know i just never it never dawned on me right um so i started doing the music shows um so now especially now during this this year has been a little crazy and a little bit different i've done normally we i would do like three to four shows a month okay now i'm doing almost five to seven wow In between all the other things that I'm doing, I just managed to sit down for three hours and record a radio show, too.
1: Okay. That's why we keep this to 45 minutes, honestly. (laughs)
2: Wow.
1: (laughs) When do you sleep? Um, Do you sleep? Do I sleep? Yeah. No. No? Okay. Okay.
2: I don't sleep.
1: (laughs) Are we talking like four or five hours, at least?
2: I would say, yeah, four to five hours is probably my norm. Okay. Which has been my norm probably probably since my 30s, I would say. Okay. It's when I really started not sleeping normally. Okay. I would always just kind of be fidgety and like, you know, and then with the advent of our cell phones, we never put them down. Right. You know, no matter what the hell we do, we have the phone with us, so. I've become a little obsessed with the phone. You know what I mean? You've become addicted to all these things and you try not to, but. Right. It's hard. It happens. we're we're all working on, on, on ourselves and all the things, so. Sure. But, yeah, radio's fun. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Those
1: were air quotes, by the way. <laughs> Shh. It's, it's, we're on the radio. <laughs> Nobody will know.
2: It's getting, yeah, it's getting tired. It's getting tiresome. But it's only because we've had to begin producing from home. Um, okay. So I have to find time and carve out quiet time to do that along with, you know, home life and, you know, taking care of the dog and all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah it, it again it's just one of those little side projects that kind of keeps me busier than sometimes i wish it did okay um because it does become tiring and and again you know sometimes again uh, getting criticized for doing a volunteer position kind of gets annoying absolutely yeah. <laughs> yeah so i get sometimes i get emails that aren't so nice and i'm yeah. like really
1: Pa-qué? right, yeah. right? <laughs>
2: you're more than welcome to volunteer and do this if you like. So right? Knock, knock yourself out. Knock yourself out. You know? <laughs> but it's, it's fine. Overall, I mean, I've, I've had lots of folks email me and say they appreciate me. You know, because again, I I, I I touch on things during my shows, during my breaks, during the music. I You know, again, I try to be supportive and, and again, in a very supportive way about mental health. So I would announce, the, you know, the Suicide Prevention Hotline sure. or Crisis Center number. Very good. Because... People are struggling.
0: Yeah, Absolutely. You know,
2: we're, you know, I feel, sometimes I feel like a guilt and for being still working and being able to pursue all these things that I do yeah. while other folks barely can eat. Right. So, again, you have to find that balance and level yourself up because you can become very depressed over being successful or being happy. Sure. Right. So, again, it's, it's, there's so many layers to being a human that it's, It's exhausting. I'm sure you ladies know that better than anybody.
1: Well, I mean, I think, you know, we definitely look at um, each individual human has their own process and struggle. Um, But there's themes, and certainly you see themes in in your kiddos and and how they're dealing with and why they're dealing with some of the things they're dealing with. Um, And I think at the end of the day, like, there is a, a thread in our humanity, where we're just looking for connection and meaning more than anything else. um, And certainly from the existential perspective of we're we're born alone and we die alone. Mm -hmm. It's what we do with the middle. Um, And so if you can figure out how to make meaning of the middle, then you're going to be a little bit better off than somebody who doesn't. And what I heard you say today is that you are finding meaning in the middle. You know, in being able to, to capture a moment and being able to share that and connect with people. Um, and so you're doing it, right? And the, the running thing definitely helps, too.
2: Yeah. It, it, all the things that I've been trying to do, especially during this time, is just to level myself out. You have to. You have to find some sense of, of level. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Within all the ups and downs, you turn on the news and it's the world's on fire literally literally (laughs) Um, you know so we're just trying to make our days and not be an asshole yeah i in my mind that's really what it comes down to i'm just trying not to be an asshole at the end of the day maybe sometimes i am it happens but that's never the goal my goal is to hopefully leave this world a little better than what it was when i was here you know yeah so again that's again the whole thought of the photography as a time capsule for that Mm. that's what i'm thinking of it as and that's I love how that. I've structured it. Absolutely. Know? And when I'm gone, there's plans for all that work. So, okay. So all that work is is leading to something much bigger than I even think it could be at some point. Um, yeah, I have plans for everything. It's, it's but I mean the way you've
1: awesome. captured our culture, I yeah. think that's that's what I love. Yeah. Um, because it it definitely highlights it because there's so, there's so much negativity mm-hmm. about New Mexico and, and New Mexico culture and how we're the last in education and we're the poorest state and blah, blah, blah. Um How Albuquerque has so much crime and this and that. And yes, all of those things are true. Yeah. And yet we have amazing, rich, beautiful culture and scenery and, and community and all yeah. of those things. And I think like that's what you capture. Yeah.
2: And that's the goal like i've never like i've done photos of, of of homeless people and drug addicts which i've had permission to do sure but i don't share a lot of that work that work is for something else that i'm planning later down the line but you have to take that good with that bad um again like when i highlight the level yeah you know when i when i highlight artists or i highlight community events it's always to put it in the best light mm-hmm. because We are our culture. Absolutely. So we have to show that culture in the most beautiful way possible. And for me, it's by photography. You know, there's painters, there's writers, there's poets. There's so many people who capture essences of of our culture here that I just enjoy being that little bit that people see. Yeah. You know, I've never tried to be, like, famous or, you know, anything like that. Like, it's never appealed to me. I put the work out and I want to highlight those people, like, look at what these people are doing. Look at this painter that's doing this work. Look at this wood burner who's burning this, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All these small people who may not have, you know, they make beautiful art, but they don't get it seen by so many people.
1: Right. The Santero or the musician or yeah, yeah all of the people who are doing things to enrich mm-hmm. our experience
2: here. Yeah. And that's, that's been my goal and my mission probably. More so over the last three to four years i've really tried to like learn more about the artists in our community and Mm -hmm. be around them like just i just want to be a fly on the wall while you're working yeah i don't want to impede i don't want to well let's put the light here let's do this no no i want to watch you work as you work and create as you create right because to me the journey is is everything the finished product is something you put on a shelf yeah but the journey lasts forever.
1: Oof. Say that, that again. Yes. <laughs> yes. Can we
0: get that on a t shirt? Right? <laughs> I'm glad we have this recorded.
1: Well, we've almost exhausted our time. No way. Yeah. What? We did it again. That was way too
0: quick. <laughs> that was way too fast. Okay, so what have been, What have, uh, where are some of your favorite spots to go? Like, do you hit up the same spot all the time? Or are you always just out and about around town?
2: I'm out, of, I'm out and about all over town. Um, downtown, obviously, during Art Walk and those events, because I have, not a personal stake, but I enjoy, I've done work with, with uh, Albuquerque Art Walk. And, you know, I always want to highlight those events for people to come down and it's very family friendly. It's, you know, you can bring your kids, little kids, whatever, and enjoy yourself. You know, see art, see people making art, buy some art. Um, So again, downtown is kind of where you'll find me on a random weekend. Nice. (laughs) When you're
0: not running on tramway.
2: When I'm not running on tramway. okay. With a weird headlamp.
1: (laughs) Safety first. Safety
2: first, reflective shorts, headlamp.
1: (laughs) love it noted um, love it I think you know your your work with uh, do you work with the Native American um,
2: with Gathering the Nations yeah. yeah
1: okay because I there's there's Native American work there's um, Latino work there's like everybody and you you do such a good job of kind of highlighting all of these like I said cultural events mm-hmm. um, so will you give us your Instagram so we can have people follow you I will tag sure. everything awesome
2: yeah, you can find me at Instagram at bg1313bg. It's kind of corny, but I've had that same name since Instagram started, okay. which was like eight years ago. Right. And I've never like thought to like change it or be like, oh, I need a cool name now.
1: So. <laughs> well, now you actually have your real name. <laughs> yeah, my real name is actually there,
2: so it's um, different.
1: That's awesome. And do you
0: do, you, if somebody wants to order your work, do you do... Sp- greening or I prints? Do. or yeah, I'll
2: do prints. Um, mostly uh, if you request something in particular that you saw that you liked, I'm more than willing to print it, frame it, and ship it to you. So. Wow. Fantastic. Yeah. So anything that you've ever seen on my page is available. You and, just have to ask.
0: Oh, that's nice. So if there's an artist, so if we know artist folk or we have listeners who are artists that would like you to experience their art with them, you know, would you, are you open to things cool. like invitations and things always. like that? Always. Okay.
2: Yeah, I'm always open to collaboration, invitations. If you just want me to hang out and photograph you while you're doing something, just let me know. That's cool. Awesome. <laughs> I'm pretty open. So.
0: That's really fantastic. I like that. Well, very, appreciate- very friendly with everyone, right? Yeah. That's
1: awesome. I love- <laughs> I like, he really is, like just cool.
2: I just try to be. I, I think of that old that old saying that you should never meet your heroes, yeah. and not that I'm not anybody's hero, but I think we should just try to be nice all sure. the time.
0: Yeah.
2: you know, if someone is a fan of yours, mm. you know, fan of your podcast. Or are not going to be a jerk to them? No. No. You know, so why would I be a jerk if he's like, hey, you know, we're working on this project down on, you know, a Trisco. come by. Yeah. Cool. What well, time? I'll be there. That's awesome. I never say no. So.
1: Well, we might
0: want to work on that a little, yeah, little but bit. Yeah. We, might, <laughs>
2: draw some boundaries we, some
0: we might have you on for a podcast on boundaries there. You could be our guinea pig. <laughs>
1: But I I mean, I think that, you know, like I said, you and I have have been talking for a long time. It's very cool to meet you in person. Um, And we had talked about, you know, doing some other collaborations. And so we will do that eventually. Um, But thank you so much for coming on the show and and being able to um, share your perspective. Um, I love the idea of like mindfully doing something to manage and get you leveled out. There's so many of us, like you said, that are struggling with mental health stuff, anxiety, depression, grief, whatever. And if you can find something that works for you, that is healthy, um, to get through. If you have an unhealthy coping skill, totally fine. Like you said, sometimes we just need to get through. But really recognizing what it is to, to make some meaning in the middle Yeah. and and get to that place. Absolutely. Last question, do you still have that $60 camera? Yes. I love that
0: so much. I love that.
1: I do.
2: That's I love awesome.
1: That. Well, we are X to the Zenial. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to reach out, if you want to be on the podcast, if you have any questions, the letter X, the number two, X E N N I A L at Gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram or uh, on my Luna X 2 Facebook. And Spotify and
0: Apple Podcasts and <laughs> and we're everywhere.
1: iHeartRadio. We are! We like are yeah, just fucking doing it. Anyway, thank you guys so much, and um, we'll talk to you soon.